This is a Soulfire production. Welcome to my channel. I'm your host, Christina. I'm an intuitive channel, 7D healer, business mentor, and manifestation expert. On this podcast, we discuss how to tap into your intuitive gifts, manifest the life you want, create a kick-ass business in flow, and take a holistic approach to health and wellness. Don't forget to connect with me on Instagram at ChristinaTheChannel and on my website, ChristinaTheChannel.com. Welcome back to the podcast. Today, I'm going to be discussing one of my favorite topics, which is authenticity. Specifically, we will be talking about authenticity in business because this is so, so key for building a long-lasting, deeply impactful, and successful, in my eyes, business. And I have really wanted to talk more about this topic since it came up really strongly in the messages I was getting around 2021 and the forecast. So if you listened to my podcast about big themes for 2021, energetically, spiritually, regarding business, one of those big themes was authenticity. And that anything that is not authentic will not hold. And we're going to see this more and more as the frequency of the planet is shifting and so many people are really waking up in a number of ways. People are going to become more energetically in tune, more in tune with their intuition, and people's bullshit radar is going to be much, much stronger. And as the frequency of the planet rises, what has been built upon low frequency energy or intentions, what is not authentic, not in integrity, really isn't going to be able to hold. And I think depending on your past experiences or what you're surrounded with, you might think being authentic in business is easy. That's what I always felt like. I always felt like How can you be anything other than authentic? Anything else didn't even seem like a choice to me. But then the more I have been in this industry and seen how other people build their businesses and had so many interactions with different people, I see how much inauthenticity there is. There is also so much authenticity, of course, but it can be kind of disheartening. It's sad that some people feel like they need to be something they're not really or maybe make choices that are out of integrity for them in order to get ahead. It's really unfortunate because what happens is it either doesn't work or big picture, it bites them in the ass. And I just think that no matter where you're at in your business, it's really important to take a step back and make sure that you are building on a foundation of authenticity that you're staying in integrity, whether you are first starting your business or you've been running it for a while and maybe you're hitting different roadblocks. Authenticity wins. People can tell when other people are authentic and people can tell when they're not. Again, more and more people are going to really be aware of this, especially in the next few years. And I think it's going to be a real wake-up call for people who have really been 
very inauthentic. You know, the first place I really noticed this was in podcasting. And when you look at podcasts that do really well, which I know is subjective in itself, but I think of a podcast that does really well as a podcast that has a very strong, loyal audience that makes really deep impact, that shares super valuable information. It's really like, I'll say the quality of the community. How devoted are they? How strong is that sense of community? That's a podcast that does really well in in my eyes, because trust me, I know many people with a lot of downloads who don't really have a loyal audience. <laughs> that That happens quite often. But what makes a podcast successful? That's sort of my version of success with the podcast, although I could get more in depth there, but it's authenticity. This is why I love podcasting in itself as a medium, because I think it's so much easier to spot the bullshit. You can tell, well, maybe not everybody, but I think most of us can tell when people are reading from scripts or when somebody shows up as one person on Instagram or YouTube, and then they get on a podcast and they're a completely different person. It's really hard to bullshit your personality, although I will say not impossible, but it is it is much harder in long-form content like podcasting. But even if people aren't being authentic on a podcast and getting by, I mean, a lot of people can just tell like something feels off, what's going on here. But that's a key thing that that successful podcasts have in common. There's a lot of authenticity. And you know what I mean by authenticity? I mean being genuine, being real, not bullshitting people, being honest, staying in integrity. That's authenticity to me. I was not a believer in CBD before I found Ned. I think we all know I'm obsessed with Ned. Their full spectrum hemp oil has changed my life. I've been using it for a few years now, literally since they started. The difference is this is a full spectrum hemp oil. So it doesn't contain just the CBD. We're also getting all of the other compounds that help to create the entourage effect, which really is what allows for the true benefits of hemp. So you're getting the CBG, CBC, CBDA, CBGA. You're getting the full range. A lot of people don't notice results with their CBD products because most companies use CBD isolates, which are lab-isolated CBD compounds in a white powder form that's stripped of everything else. A lot of those products are also extracted in high heat or high pressure conditions, which can really compromise the profile of the hemp flower. And Ned only extracts from hemp flowers, not the stalks and seeds. And they use a very gentle, slow ethanol-based extraction method. I have been using their full spectrum hemp oil consistently for a few years, and it has helped me in so many ways. First with sleep, I notice a huge difference in the quality of my sleep, how hard I sleep, my ability to fall asleep because I used to have a lot of racing thoughts. Now I pretty much pass out when I hit the pillow and their sleep blend specifically. Oh my God, I've never used anything this good for sleep. It, I don't even, I honestly don't have words. I get the best sleep, like my REM sleep, deep sleep. There's a huge difference when I use Ned's sleep blend. And if you struggle with sleep at all, you definitely should get that blend. 
but their full spectrum hemp oil has also been super helpful for me with reducing inflammation as somebody with multiple autoimmune diseases that has been super important for me balancing my hormones as well and i do use ned's natural cycle collection just to naturally balance out my hormones and it has made my period completely different so it's been great for that reducing the inflammation pain, balancing out my hormones, and for reducing my overall anxiety. I used to be so anxious all the time, and I'm definitely still animated and excited. It doesn't like knock me out. I, I use the full spectrum hemp oil in the morning and the sleep blend at night. It just makes me feel really even and chill, and because of that, I'm actually more productive. So that is definitely a productivity hack. I'm using the 750 milligram bottle right now, and I do a dropper's worth underneath my tongue. Hold it there for about 30 seconds before I swallow and good to go. And when I first started, I just did it in the evenings. Now I use the full spectrum hemp oil in the morning and then I use the sleep blend in the evening. But if you're just getting started, I would recommend a lower dose and in the in the evening, a couple hours before you go to sleep and see how you feel. So if you want to get your hands on any Ned products, just head to helloned.com and use my discount code Christina, C-H-R-I-S-T-I-N-A. That will get you 15% off. Again, that's helloned.com and that code Christina, C-H-R-I-S-T-I-N-A will get you 15% off. So the sad thing is that when money gets involved, you see a lot of inauthenticity popping up on a larger scale, which is why a lot of people have negative associations with money because they think it's the money that's the problem. It's not the money in itself. It is how people use it and the things that people do and where they step out of integrity. Sadly, people will do a lot of things that are out of integrity for greed or power or whatever it is, but we're seeing this shift more and more as we're no longer staying in these lower frequencies, people are picking up on, I don't want to be here. Things are coming back around. The more you anchor into higher frequencies, the more you just don't want to be around any of that energy. And I will say lack of authenticity is one of the reasons, one of the main reasons why I started business coaching. It has been really interesting for me over the years, the different steps I took to build my business and what that process was like for me and seeing how it unfolded for me. And then looking at what everybody else was doing around me and feeling like I was kind of always doing it a bit differently. I wasn't following a formula. I was just staying very authentic and talking about what I was excited about and passionate about and really showing up to serve. And I had so many people telling me that I was being naive and that can only get me so far. And if I want to be serious about building a business, I have to do X, Y, and Z. And sometimes people would suggest things and I would say, you know what, that doesn't feel very good. So I'm going to pass. And they would say that I was going to regret it. And this is how you have to do it. And blah, 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 all that bullshit, especially being in LA, which is where I was when I was really building my business, being around a lot of other people who were building the same type of business as me. And there was sort of like this bubble, so to speak, sort of like this crew. And it just felt really weird to me. There were like groups of women who were quote unquote supporting each other, but not really essentially using each other to kind of mess with the algorithm and get it on their side. 
and just a lot of fake friendships, which just the whole thing didn't didn't feel good to me. I uh, definitely offended a few people by not uh, partaking in those activities. And even with podcasting, I've seen people just skyrocket up and then learn that, you know, they paid for that ranking and of course paying for followers. Like that was a big thing. Do people still do that? Don't people get caught now? I don't know. But people used to do that like five years ago. Definitely. And they would just say, oh, everybody does this. It's fine. And I'm just like, no, thank you. I'm no, thank you. <laughs> I would like real people, not robots. There's all kinds of random shit people do or a lot of people who would pretend to be healed and were lying about a lot of their struggles. That was a big one. And I'm not saying anyone needs to be perfect or can't still be on a journey. We're all on journeys in our own ways. However, to straight up lie, like so many people would just straight up lie about their lives and just pretend to be someone they weren't. That's really hard for me. And that's, I mean, honestly, this is one of the reasons why I really wanted to get out of LA because it was just a lot, but it's on a larger scale, just on social media overall, a lot of people projecting a certain appearance. And I'm somebody who like, I'm like, I can tell in five seconds if you're bullshitting me or not, don't lie to me, but it can get past a lot of people. And then unfortunately, Sometimes down the line, they they realize, wow, that person really didn't know what they were doing. And I've had quite a few friends who have invested in different coaches and it was a total scam. Like the person didn't even show up, just totally ghosted them. It's so sad that that kind of stuff happens. But this is a big reason why I started business coaching, because there are so many business coaches out there that have never actually built a business. Like their only business has been being a business coach. And I was seeing this everywhere with my friends where they were all getting business coaches and they're telling me about their business and complaining. And then I would just be talking to them and giving them advice. And they'd be like, wow, in this hour, I have like my next six months mapped out and I've gotten more help from you in this hour of talking to you than I have in like a year of working with my business coach. And I'd be like, well, where did you find this business coach? What's their background? What type of business did they build? And they're just like, well, they've just been a business coach. And I was just hearing the advice some of these people were were giving. And I'm like, I think you should probably like learn from someone who's actually built the type of business you want to build. And I feel like being a business coach is just the easiest thing for people. It's like everybody and their mom is a business coach. And sadly, in the coaching world, this is what a lot of, I don't want to use the word failed. Because I hear people saying that and I feel bad about that. This is not a failure to me. It's just like they still haven't figured it out where they're really struggling with their business. They can't get many clients. A lot of people who are still stuck in that or they're struggling getting clients for their business, then they just become a business coach and then they start teaching on that. And then they make things up about their own business. And this is just really sad to me. And I mean, look, okay, if somebody can do that and they give great advice and they get their clients great results, then honestly, I think what matters is getting people results, but also don't lie about anything that happened before. But unfortunately, a lot of these people aren't getting their clients results. Not everybody, right? There are so many incredible business coaches out there. I'm just using that as 
as an example, because it's so prominent (laughs) nowadays, it's so, so common to hear this kind of story. And that was a big reason why I started coaching because I had actually built my practice and I was getting my clients good results. I had built a number of different business models and I was actually doing it. And I was getting so many people asking me for advice anyway, because they were seeing what I was doing. And I was getting asked for advice from different friends who are functional medicine doctors and naturopaths, other nutritionists, different healers. I had built my virtual practice and my in-person practice. And I'm very upfront with who I can and can't help because if somebody's coming to me with a totally different type of business, like, like let's say somebody wants to build a DTC brand. I'm definitely not the person. I mean, I've never done that. If you want to know how to run Facebook ads or whatever type of ads, I don't know. I don't, I don't do that right now. So I've never, I've never done that yet. Maybe I will probably will in the future. I'm definitely not opposed to it, but I built my business through organic marketing on social media. So there we go. Anyway, I'm getting off track. The point is there are a lot of people who are sadly not truly authentic, but the thing is that I think that for me, my authenticity has been one of my biggest strengths in terms of cultivating such an incredible community of people who have stuck with me, who are loyal to me, who I feel very close to and you feel very close to me. You guys really know me. You trust me. I am very consistent with what I recommend, how I communicate, how I show up in different places. Like, you know my personality. And it's so funny how many people will say to me if they meet me in person, like, wow, you are the same in person as you are on your podcast. And I'm like, yeah, I freaking hope so. But unfortunately, there are a lot of people who aren't. And this is something that for me, being in content creation and coaching and podcasting, all of that, it's been so, so interesting for me to meet so many people who are completely different offline or to talk to people in a different context where we're talking about business and they're sharing all of these things that they've done to grow, to get more clients. And I just don't always feel good about it. Just sometimes I just feel weird. So let's talk about building a business from a place of authenticity. So when we come back to being genuine, staying in integrity, being in alignment, I think first a big piece of that is knowing your values and knowing who you really are. And there's also a component of, yeah, we get to know ourselves more and more every day, but it's just staying true to your true self. And I think there's also so much beauty in allowing your community to be along for the ride during the evolution. So some of you listening have been with me for five years and you've seen me change in so many ways and really not only noticed that, but heard my thought process through that and what what changed me and how my mindset has shifted or the way I show up has shifted the same way if you've had a best friend since you're younger, you guys are not going to be the same people when you're 12 as you are when you are 30. There's so much beauty and so much bonding in going through that growth process together 
or simply witnessing that growth process happen and seeing that person become more and more themselves every single day. But the point is that every step of the journey, you're staying true to yourself in that moment, who you are in that moment, what is authentic, what is not curated in the sense of putting on a show, pretending to be someone you're not. Being honest with yourself and other people and making decisions that align with that. The thing is that business is really shifting. Brands are shifting and everything now feels like a personal brand. Personal branding is is really important and with so many different options nowadays, people want to know the people behind any brand. People want to know about people themselves. That's what makes somebody want to invest in you or work with you or buy your product, whatever it is. When people connect with you, just on a person-to-person basis, they trust you and they're more likely to invest in that offering, right? Let's say some person that I see on social media is selling Beauty Kenner. Okay, I'm just going to use that as an example. (laughs) And I'm like, oh, that looks nice. But then I know that my friend, my friend Ashley, she's been selling Beauty Kenner for about, let's say even two months. Well, I'm probably going to go to Ashley, right? Because I like her. And even if I like this person on social media, I have a personal connection with Ashley. We're, we're tight, you know, we're friends. This is human psychology. This is the value of authenticity because my brain, whether or not I'm conscious of this, is thinking, who do I trust? Person on the internet, I've never even seen their legs connected to their face. And I like the content, but like they're a person on the internet. Cool. Okay, fine. Or Ashley, who I've seen in human form, real person for sure. We've had conversations. She knows me. Of course, I'm more likely to invest in Ashley's offering. I know her personal connection. I trust her. That is something that has gotten really, really lost. I think in business nowadays is that personal connection. People just see numbers and they just want more. These are people. These are real people. A personal connection will get you further than any increase in followers. This is why people with hundreds of thousands of followers sometimes make zero dollars. People with millions of followers. I have had clients with that many followers who cannot get (laughs) consistent clients who have put out eBooks and made two sales. I'm not joking. And even outside of personal brands, like Everything is a personal brand nowadays. When you're building any type of business, it is to stay in authenticity the whole way through. And you're going to see how much of that comes back to you, right? When you are embodying authenticity, you're going to attract authenticity. It is where you are not being authentic, where now you are opening yourself to attracting that in, which can come in the form of unfortunate business deals, scams, things falling apart. So many things can unfold. Okay. So first it is knowing, knowing what that foundation looks like and knowing what it, what it is to be authentic and making sure that your brand is aligned with that. Is this really representing who I am, me authentically, or is it this other version of myself that doesn't even fully resonate with me? And then with your message, is it true to who you are? Is what you're saying true to who you are? Is it authentic? Is it representative of you in the actual content, but also in the way it is shared? 
Are you saying what you think you're supposed to say? Are you saying what you think people want you to say? What you think you're supposed to say to show up like a certain person? Or are you being you? I think it's really interesting when the authenticity conversation runs into the vulnerability conversation and just being real. And what does it mean to be real? Here's my perspective on it. I think that everybody is fully entitled to their personal privacy, but I think that there are a lot of things that people consider to be being vulnerable now that, well, being vulnerable is subjective, right? But (laughs) I just think that there are a lot of people who are not real because they're saying it's too vulnerable. And like, I just, uh, there, there's a line. Like when you're lying about who you really are and how you show up in even just the, the language that you use and the stories you share, and that's not really authentically you, that's where we're getting out of alignment. But being real, like <laughs> if being real is vulnerable for you, I think there are some, some deeper things to move through. And I'm going to be honest, in the last year, I have lost a lot of respect for a number of people. I've been very disappointed in a number of people because I'm somebody where if I can tell you're being inauthentic and you're bullshitting people, I'm just like not not wanting to be in that energy. I just don't want to be in the energy. So you go do you and I'm going to do me. But it's just really disappointing when it's people that I know are such beautiful souls and I'm just like, just be you, just be real. You don't need to show up as anyone else. But I think that people get so lost in it all. People get so lost in a pressure to show up in a certain way. They get lost in the numbers and comparison and feeling like they need to make this much money to be better than someone else. People get lost in their branding. I mean, I literally see people get confused over who they really are because of their branding. I also see people get really lost in it all because they want to fit in with a certain clique or whatever it is. They get lost in the image. They get lost in it all. They get lost in who they think they have to be to get a certain result, which is honestly why I love talking about manifestation so much because I think it gives a lot of people permission, even though you don't need permission from anyone to just show up as your true self and like to really see how the more you get in alignment with the truth of who you are, the more it comes to you. People ask me all the time where my blue blockers are from. I'm wearing blue blockers as often as I can because I work on screens all the time and it makes a huge difference in my hormones and my sleep. And my favorite brand is Blue Blocks. I have tried a lot of different brands before and it wasn't until about year and a half, two years ago that I was understanding more about the science. And when I tried blue blocks, noticed a huge difference compared to all of the orange glasses I was using before and realized that the problem was those weren't blocking the full range of light that I needed to be blocked to really give me the full benefits. So I use Blue Blocks Sleep Plus Red Lens. In the evenings when the sun goes down, these glasses are 100% blue and green light blocking lenses. If you're using orange lenses, you can literally tell by the color they're not blocking the full spectrum of light that you'll want to to get the full benefits. 
And then during the day, I wear the blue light clear lenses. These are a blue light filtering lens for during the day. They're great if you work under more natural lighting and if you struggle with any type of digital eye strain or headaches, migraines, macular degeneration. For me, I'll get a huge headache if I don't use these. Being on screen so often really wears on you. And I also notice a difference with my sleep and my hormones. And same with the Sleep Plus Red lenses. I mean, the difference the difference in not wearing those lenses and then wearing them at night. It is so much easier for me to fall asleep. My boyfriend and I have kind of been doing an experiment with this. <laughs> we have seen how much later we stay up naturally, like three, four or five hours later when we are not blocking the blue light. And then I also love to use the Remedy sleep mask. I wake up pretty easily to light and our room is pretty is pretty light, but even if the bathroom light gets turned on, I usually wake up. So this is a 100% light blocking sleep mask. I've used a lot of different sleep masks before, and I felt like the light would always peek in, but just the way this is created is different. It sort of cups your eyes. It's the best sleep mask out there. So if you're looking for blue blockers, check out Blue Blocks. They have about 20 different frames, so there are so many options. I always get compliments on mine. I have the Parker frames, the crystal frames, and the Hudson frames. I love them all. I like to rotate through them. And you can also send in your own frames if you want. They'll turn those into a pair of blue blocks for you. And they also have a custom-made prescription service available for you as well. Plus, for every pair they sell, they donate a pair of reading glasses to Restoring Vision, who then gifts them to someone in need. So you are giving back. If you want to grab a pair of blue blocks and head to blueblocks.com, that's spelled B-L-U-B-L-O-X.com and use my code Christina, C-H-R-I-S-T-I-N-A for 15% off. Again, that's blueblocks.com and that code is Christina, C-H-R-I-S-T-I-N-A for 15% off. You will notice a huge, huge difference. I'm really excited for you to give these a try. I have felt like so many times again and again, and honestly, it comes up to this day still. It still comes up with people around me who tell me that what I want to do, the way I think I'm going to get it done is naive and no one can do that. And well, you have to do X, Y, Z. Well, people don't just get that without doing this. People tell me that I can't do shit that I do all the fucking time, especially people who are much older than me. Don't get me started. <laughs> don't get me started. And I'm just like, okay. That's okay. Just just watch me. Watch me do it. I'm joking, but also not. I mean, I have been told without using these exact words, but just so many times by people who are older than me and have built successful businesses that, you know, I'm so cute that I think I'm going to I'm going to stay that authentic and do this and then achieve that. So cute. We'll see. You'll come back to me. And you know what? Guess my cuteness works because I make shit happen. You know, here we go. And I stay authentic the whole way through and I feel really damn good about it. I mean, I think this comes back to relationship with yourself as well. I was talking to one of my friends about this and it's sort of like, you know, we always have choice in many different ways, but there are certain things where I'll say like, I don't have a choice, even though I do technically, but for me to choose something that I know that I know is out of alignment, that's not authentic, that isn't part of my highest path. To choose something like that is is not an option to me because I know how I would feel and I don't want to feel that way. I don't have energy for fakeness. I don't have energy for inauthenticity. That's for me and my own body. 
I mean, that shit will make you sick in one way or another. But I think what really saddens me is the number of very real, authentic people who then market themselves in a very inauthentic way. And I'm like, who who is this? Who are you trying to be? Here's the thing. Your magic is being you. That is your magic. And so many people aren't using their source of magic because they're trying to be someone else. Your superpower is what makes you unique. And I've been getting so many downloads about this recently of like, people are just bored. I know I'm bored. And here's the thing. What what makes you different is what puts you ahead because everything else feels the same. Like there are so many, so many ideas, so many people saying the same thing again and again. I know I'm not the only person that's bored. I'm like, can someone say something new besides my spirit guides? I'm just waiting for it. <laughs> I'm joking, but also not really. I'm sure you can relate to this. It's like a lot of people saying the same thing in a different way. Here's here's one aspect is you can say the same thing in a different way. And that in itself does make it unique. But also don't be afraid to say it in a way that you haven't heard before. Say it as you. What is real for you? What is authentic for you? And where do you hold yourself back from being authentic? Because you're afraid you won't get liked. Well, guess what? The people who don't like you because you're being authentic are not the people who are going to be in your community and be ride or dies and invest in you and work with you. They're not the people anyway. So where is your ego getting in the way? And the other part of being authentic is allowing your content to change with you, right? So being real in the moment, but also as you change, can you be in that evolution and allow it to happen and not tie yourself into who you were before? This is where you start to resent your business. And you don't want to resent your business. Your business is your baby. You made your business because you loved it, because you're passionate about it, right? So you don't want to become resentful toward it. But part of authenticity is allowing the change and transformation. You're allowed to change your voice. You're allowed to change your beliefs. You're allowed to change all kinds of opinions. You're allowed to change what you're interested in. You're allowed to change what you teach. I think that a really A clear example of this is in the nutrition space. I mean, think about all the vegans who were vegan bloggers and secretly eating animal products, but just telling everybody that they never did. And even sometimes shaming other people who did when they were secretly, very common. And then there are the carnivore people who are secretly eating plants. And then there are the keto people who are secretly eating more carbs and not in ketosis anymore because it was taking their hormones and, you know, whatever, whatever the deal is. I remember when I was building my nutrition business, hitting this moment, there are so many moments you hit as you build your business. There are so many different moments and decisions where it can feel like a shortcut, a cheat sheet, but you know, it's actually not an integrity. And It's coming back into why am I making that decision? It's always anchoring back into why. Where is this coming from? Is it my ego? Is it authentically me? Is it in integrity? But I remember hitting this point with my nutrition business where I had been keto for a couple years and knew a ton about it. And it was like right at that time where it was going to blow up. It was like starting to blow up and all kinds of people were changing their branding to keto. And I remember really thinking about 
hmm, maybe I should change everything to keto because I basically talk about it all the time. Anyway, I've been keto for a couple of years. And at, at the time, I'm like, yeah, I'm always going to be. I'm always going to be low carb. I'm always going to be keto. That was my mindset. And I remember talking to some of my friends about it and I'm watching other people blow up. I'm watching other people blow up just because they literally titled their podcast, changed their Instagram handle because people are searching it. And like just going on this full bandwagon and very much taking advantage of the fact that when you are taking a clear, clear stance, polarizing, a lot can come your way, right? So taking advantage of a trending term and also the sort of herd mentality. (laughs) Anyway, I remember thinking about that and I was like, well, I'm not doing anything wrong if I do that. And a lot of people would come to my page, but then I was like, but what if I change my mind? What if I don't want my branding to say keto in a while? And then I thought, well, if I change my mind, I could just change it. And then I thought, the only reason I'm doing this is because I think it's going to get me more followers. And then I was like, Christina, snap out of it. And I'm so glad I never made that decision. And that is one very simple, small example of how this has shown up in my business. And I look back and I've seen how that all played out and how so many people who very much tied themselves to veganism or tied themselves to keto or carnivore, not all, but many dealt with some repercussions later on where it wasn't working for them anymore. And then they felt like they were hiding everything. And a lot of people do for a long time. They're not honest with their audience. And then they try and pivot and then there's this whole fallout and it's just, it's just messy often. And then we go to spirituality where, I mean, there's just so much like I'll call it fake spirituality. There's so much of you need me. I'm your savior, which is some bullshit. There's also so much like fake channeling. I mean, this one really saddens me. I see so many people write something and then they're like, channeled message. And I know it's not channeled. (laughs) Oh my gosh. And I'm like, you don't, it doesn't matter if it's channeled or not. It like, it doesn't matter. What matters is the quality of the information. If the information helps someone and is valuable to them, like that's all that matters. It doesn't matter if it's channeled or not. And I see so many people like using these terms just to make things feel more important to them. I I don't know. There are just so many decisions you make every day as you build your business from what you're posting, how you're showing up, the offers you're creating, how you're getting more visibility, all of these things. And this is why it's so important to stay anchored in. Who am I really? What are my values? People can get so caught up in where they want to go and who they want to be, that they become lost in what they think will bring them money. Rooted in a limiting belief that staying authentic and being yourself is not going to bring you that same amount of money or something much greater. I think this is also how people can really push their timelines in ways that don't always serve them, like people who are racing to 
get to the top, whatever that means to them, and trying to force that to happen. And they can sometimes shift things so they are experiencing certain things before they're really prepared, which can bite them in the ass. It can be overwhelming. It can very much rise and then crash and burn. There are so many things that I thought I wanted so quickly. And then I look back and I'm like, wow, nope, I was not ready. And this might have come to me three years later, but it was perfect timing. We can get very impatient and then look for an easy way out. And I'm not saying all easy ways are inauthentic because I think a lot of easier ways are very authentic, but there are also many easier ways that are really out of alignment, out of integrity. And this is why it's so important to just take a step back and ask why, why am I making this decision? Where is this coming from? And to not get caught up in what you see other people doing around you. I know for me, this has been a huge one where it's like, I see groups of people doing really shady things with how they grow and even just like how they're showing up and it becomes normalized. It becomes normalized. And then people start to believe, well, this is just what you do in business. Well, it doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be that way. There are also a lot of people who stay very much in their authenticity and treat people well and are really fucking real. And when that energy is core to their business, that integrity, that authenticity, they receive integrity. They receive authenticity. They receive real relationships with people. If it's not authentic, it's not real. So if your relationship with someone is not authentic with that potential client or customer, it's not a real relationship. And number of followers or clicks doesn't necessarily mean number of real relationships. This is quality, quality over quantity. And what has gotten so lost in business for many people has been like real authentic relationships. It's just turned into numbers and what's digital. And sometimes people fall in love with the facade. And that can be the person who's putting it on themselves. That can be the potential client or customer. But then what happens when the illusion is shattered, when the curtain comes down? Because what isn't authentic isn't going to hold. So this is building a strong foundation for your business, for your life, for your relationships. And the relationships that you have built off of authenticity are the ones that stick around for a long time. And building a business that is not authentic. I mean, I have seen people do this and it usually either doesn't work out or it does. Rises really fast and then it crashes and burns. Or they build the business and they feel really alone. They feel very unfulfilled. They feel like something is really missing. And that could be alone and unfulfilled in the business itself. But that could also be alone and unfulfilled in their lives. Because if that's how you're showing up in your business, that's how you're showing up. And then what are you going to attract in? And I really think this is the year where a lot of stuff is going to come to light and show itself. And even noticing just in small ways, if anything becomes highlighted for you, where you're like, wow, when I did that, that wasn't really fully in authenticity that wasn't really the real me just notice if that comes up and also how you feel about it <laughs> after a strong a strong brand a strong business is built off of authenticity and everything that you do and sometimes it can be 
tempting along the road to become someone you're not or do things that you wouldn't normally do that don't fully feel in alignment, but maybe you think, well, other people are doing it. Well, this person said I should do it. Well, I'm seeing someone else do this and it's working out for them. But are those really good reasons or are those tests from the universe being like, you stay in alignment with you and you see what we bring you? Your authenticity, your realness is your superpower. And people are craving realness now more than ever before as so much bullshit just like on a larger scale is revealed as people are being forced to see things about their partners and their friends and their family that perhaps they were not able to see before or they were avoiding (laughs) before. And People are going through such intense ego deaths and learning more and more about themselves and on these deep journeys of self-discovery. And it's like when you go through all of that, you're like, I don't want to deal with the bullshit anymore. Like I am looking for realness. I'm looking for authenticity. That is to be in truth. And when you are standing in truth, you are like a beacon of light. And the right people find you. You also often shine a light on other people's bullshit. So be ready for that one too. (laughs) But if you want to attract an authentic relationships in any form, then you got to be in that authenticity yourself. And I am so grateful that I have made such incredible friends, have such incredible colleagues, have such incredible clients through my business. And for me to attract into my reality, people who are that resonant, with me required me being fully myself, honoring my own growth process, allowing myself to shift and change and saying no to a lot of things that could have blown things up. You could say with numbers, but financially many times different opportunities have come in where I'm like, that is just not, that feels weird to me. So no thanks. Everything is energy. And I always come back to what vibration do I want to stay rooted in? So if you are building your business, if you're starting to build your business, I think this is something that is so important to keep in mind because I have seen so many people build from a place of fakeness. I have also seen people build very authentic businesses and then get very much lost in it all or freak out because they're going through an ego death or they feel like they're irrelevant anymore. And then they're trying to mold to who they think they're supposed to be. And people notice, I have unfortunately seen this with a few people that I was very close to. And I know a lot of their clients and their clients are like, I can't work with that person anymore. I don't know what happened to that person. They're just not being the real them. And you know how it feels to not be in authenticity. It doesn't feel aligned. Authenticity is fulfilling. Authenticity is what attracts in real, genuine relationships. It is what creates a strong foundation for your business. It is what makes you magnetic. The story that the bad guys win is to keep people in fear of their own power when they stay in truth. Because when you do, everything that's not in truth becomes so much clearer. So stay true to you. With awareness, you won't get lost in it all. You know what I say, be your own leader 
And always think about the frequency that you're building something on. What's the energy behind something? We're going to see so many things that are inauthentic, falling, crumbling, and what is built on authenticity and truth holds firm. So let this be your motivational podcast to stay in authenticity. I honor your authenticity, your realness. I appreciate it so much. We need more and more of that in this world every single day. And I'm very grateful for you all here because our community is so amazing, so kick-ass, so, so real. And I'm just so grateful every single day. And if you are not already in the private forum to connect with other people in the community, head to the link in the show notes. It's also in my Instagram bio and at christinathechannel.com slash membership. You can learn more about it there. And if you are building your business, if you are an online coach looking to build a six-figure business, this is why I started No Bullshit Business School. You learn about tangible business strategy and business energetics to grow an online six-figure coaching business without a big following all through organic marketing authentically. You can learn more about that at bit.ly slash no Or if you head to my website, christinathechannel.com, information is right there. If you enjoyed this podcast, take a screenshot, share it on social media and tag me at Christina the channel and leave a rating and a review on iTunes. If you haven't already, it means the world to me. It's so, so helpful to help other people find the show. And I know there are a lot of you that listen every week, but I haven't left a review. I see the numbers. <laughs> so I would very much appreciate that. All right. Thanks for tuning in. I hope you have an amazing rest of your day. And stay authentic. Hashtag Mindpump Media. And I will talk to you again next episode.